depending on what group you are in financially, your wallet is about to expand or contract. I'm going to talk about first the inflation denial. Despite everything we've been seeing in the news, all the statistics, all the data, there's still some who say this isn't happening. The second thing I want to look at is the real estate ATM. You probably look at a house like a place to live, but for some, it's a bank account. The third is the impossible heights with all of this inflationary pressure coming from underneath the central banks have created as well as the fiscal side pumping in money left, right and center. We have seen some things that are completely out of whack. I've got all of that and more. Let's begin. Your friend and mine, Janet Yellen, says that the Fed wouldn't allow a repeat of the 1970s level inflation. That's right, because the Federal Reserve is apparently not the same one that was 50 years ago. Treasury Secretary repeats the expectation for inflations to ease. You know, you don't have to worry about it because they are on the job, that Federal Reserve that is. I'd expect price increases to level off. We'll go back to an inflation that's closer to 2% that we consider normal. That's right. They have a great track record here, and we can definitely trust what they say. And essentially, at the bottom, back in those time frames, 1970s to 80s, that uh, high inflation occurred because people thought that policymakers wouldn't bring it to an end and inflation expectations became embedded in the American psyche. This isn't happening now and the Federal Reserve wouldn't permit that to happen, essentially saying that should they need to do something, that is increase interest rates, well then they would do that. But at the same time saying, don't worry, we won't do that. Kind of mixed messages, I would say. Speaking of mixed messages, the Bank of Canada governor says that inflation is transitory, but not short-lived. Uh, yeah, so I guess it's transitory to new heights. What do you think? This word, not the word itself, but what they're talking about, the meaning behind the word. Do you think that inflation is temporary, is transitory, is permanent, is persistent? How would you define inflation right now today? and inflation being price inflation, the prices that you pay for stuff. Speaking of which, US consumer prices jumped 6.2% in October, the biggest inflation surge in more than 30 years. This is unbelievable. Going back to 1990, this is how the levels of uh, price increases have been affecting people. Okay, it's not just one or two items that people are buying. Of course, you could look at the breakdown and say, well, you know, used cars and automobiles in general, those have surged, and you look at this or that, but it's basically everything. Core inflation, stripping out the food and energy, increased 4.6%, the fastest gain in 30 years as well. This is crazy because even though they've manipulated this data all the way down to nothing, it is even on those uh, you know, factors have, have risen. And I don't think they planned for this at all because they designed those to never be able to achieve their 2% level. And yet it's more than double that. The US inflation hit a three decade high in October, delivering widespread and sizable price increases to households for everything from groceries to cars due to persistent supply shortages and strong consumer demand. I do agree that that's part of it, but we're not acknowledging what has happened since, let's just start at 2008 timeframe. What have we seen? 
we have seen stimulus measures beyond anything we have noticed in history, anything we have seen in history coming from the government. Every problem could be resolved by more deficit and more debts. What happens, though, when you look at that going on for years and years and years and years and extremely low interest rates, you get things that are out of whack. We'll talk more about that in a second. So they're covering uh, essentially the same data. But if you want to check it out, Wall Street Journal article or CNBC, I just want to tell you that what we are looking at here is the fact that the government is spending all of this money, whether it's on the infrastructure or whether it's on something else, when you break it down, you as the individual end up paying more. Okay, they tell you, okay, we're, we're going to spend two trillion, but you're not going to pay that two trillion. You are going to see those rich people over there pay it. And then what happens? Your taxes increase. Maybe it's your gas tax. Maybe it's your, you know, something that happens on the food behind the scenes. It's a carbon tax. Or maybe it's going to be hidden in there with everything else. You, the individual, the middle class that's evaporating before our very eyes will be paying. But I'm going to talk about what you can do in a second. Okay, hang in there. U.S. households face the biggest surge in electricity costs since 2009. Utility pipe gas prices jump 28% in the biggest move since 2008. This is an issue I have been covering regularly, and I have been hearing from people all over the world. I am so intrigued to read the comment section, uh, especially since I've been asking on every single video. I am going through those comments and looking, okay, I'm from this place, and this is what I'm seeing. I'm from this place and seeing all, all of that data put together in addition to the articles I'm reading, in addition to the government documents, documents I'm reading. It's incredible. So thank you so much for doing that okay and i know other people do agree because i'm noticing there's more communication happening between the individuals in the chat which is awesome which is really good okay and and also on the live sessions as well. U.S. consumers face the biggest jump in their energy bills more than a decade last month. Costs soaring for electricity, natural gas, fuel oil as cooler weather approaches. I have talked about in the previous video to this one, which I will link at the end of this video. But what we're talking about here, imagine we are going to be faced supposedly with a huge, huge cold front that's going to envelop or engulf was the word they used, the entire United States. We're also seeing colder weather earlier than usual in China, in Australia's feeling it at the same time. I mean, it's basically all over the world, it seems. And of course, when you get higher prices, what does that mean? It means individuals can't go out and buy things that they wanted, the newest clothes and shoes and whatever they, you know, restaurants and all that. They have to kind of say, well, you know, prices are a little high. I'm going to wait on. I'm going to wait a bit. Maine residents brace for power rate hikes over 60%. If you're in Maine, let me know. Let me know what you see. These prices are incredible. And of course, depends on where you are. Some people say, well, I'm not seeing that. I don't see that. I guess it depends. Inflation in Atlanta tops major U.S. cities with a 7.9% price hike. This is incredible. So it depends, of course, where you are. There's no doubt. This is just a chart in Bloomberg breaking it down a few different cities if you want to check that out as well. Inflation has taken away all of the wage gains for workers and then some. Think about this. When you are increasing your salary, there, you know, the, the business is being able to hand you more cash, but inflation is eating away at it from the bottom 
you're not going to see any of those gains. It might look good when your check is larger, but if the inflation is there taken away from it, you are going to be punished. So let's talk about this in the Money GPS Insights. It is pretty clear that you must ignore the mainstream and you have to position accordingly. Today, right now, take control of your investments and look at what's going on with the payments that you are making. You can make strides today and change your fate. If you are in debt, you do not have to accept what is known to be uncontrollable. You got to look at this. You got to consolidate your debt. You've got to get rid of your bad debt. Okay, and you got to renegotiate what you can. Make those steps. Take those steps today. Do what you can. Uh, you know, you have to make some phone calls. You have to send some emails. You have to visit some websites. You have to talk to some people. But make it happen. Don't delay. This is huge. Red hot housing market drives the biggest home equity drawdown since 2007. You thought that this had nothing to do with the housing crisis. I've got the information for you. Homeowners are tapping into their property's equity to fund renovations, invest in stocks, and more. You could argue that the renovations are a good thing. You've got the equity there. It's safe and secure. You're making the payments. And so you want to improve the home. We can have that argument. But investing in stocks, this is not what your home's equity is supposed to be for. Okay, this is why I've always suggested that your home is not really an asset like they say it is, like they've told us it is. The asset is the mortgage and it's for the bank. You see the way they do this? Homeowners are taking advantage of the global housing boom by pulling equity out of their homes at the highest volume since the financial crisis. Something I've talked about, something that I have been attacked about. In fact, in the US, Homeowners withdrew $63 billion in equity from their properties through more than 1.1 million cash or refinances in the second quarter of the year, largest since 2007. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be a crash tomorrow as a result. Absolutely not. Never said so. But I do believe that this tells you the risk that we are taking today. And when you see risk, there's always this period of time where we get a deleveraging, a risk off. You can look into the article yourself, but I wanted to just point something else. Point something out right here. I was covering this, talked about in the previous video to this one. I talked about this on my live session for sure, and probably a previous to that. I was noting that the stock markets, these are all the stock markets right here the, of the US, looking at each of these indexes. And I said specifically that they need to take a breather at this time. It looks like that's going to be the case. you got the oversold conditions, overbought conditions, excuse me, on all these different indicators. I'm looking at all of it and said, something's not right here. This has to at least, at least take a breather. That was the word I used. Not necessarily a correction because I didn't want to make it seem as if it's 10% or more, but certainly take a breather. Right at the very top, but okay, now we're down. If anybody was listening to that and actually started to, uh, you know, maybe an inverse ETF or what have you, maybe some options, whatever it might be, this would have already been profitable. Now, it just shows you that time and time again, these do happen. The upward momentum is obviously there, but we must be aware that when things get too heated, there is a reversal. 
even if it's just a small percentage, okay? Now, I'm not trying to talk about stocks necessarily. I'm just trying to balance this out in information that's available to us, whether it's in real estate, whether this is in the amount of debt that people are taking. There is something that you cannot deny. It's always there. It's ever present. Cash on hand after a long gap, money is coming out of the British housing market again. Same situation, okay? This is not... This is absolutely not just one country affected by it. All right, number two in the list, so home improvement being number one, but number two was investment opportunities. Now, paying other debts, you could argue that this is a good thing. If you got credit card debt, which probably you shouldn't have taken out in the first place, depending on your situation, emergency circumstances, I understand, but... You know, the real estate debt, very cheap, credit card debt, very expensive. But we shouldn't be sucked into those credit cards if we can help it. Supply chain crisis gives once invisible shipping industry record profits and new adversaries. This is coming from the LA Times. I don't have time to get into it, uh, but I just want to talk about this. It connects in with this. Shipping in, uh, Shipping's extreme consolidation could prolong the supply chain pain. And that's 16 companies controlling 80% of the world's uh, liner shipping, container production, and box leasing capacity. The whole shipping environment is something that I believe needs to change. This should never have happened what we're seeing today now i want to go barrage through this take a look okay don't lose me on this one don't let me lose you cpi month over month and year over year going up to levels we haven't seen for decades here it is highest inflation since the 1990s just look at these charts all right used car and truck cpi versus the Mannheim used car index you see how they track each other for the most part there are disparities but we are expecting to see the prices that people pay on used cars to go even higher if you can believe it or not then we have this china same situation the producer prices rose at the fastest pace in 26 years this is just crazy take a look at that the blue line is the ppi producer prices and then you see the CPI. And depending on the situation, they are many times correlated. They move in lockstep. Are we about to see a massive surge, even higher than where we are today, in the prices, consumer prices in China? That would not be good. It can really, really uh, affect a slowdown in China, and that would reverberate around the world. U.S. casinos have the best quarter ever fueled by online and sports bets. People are taking more risks than ever before. That's all I'm trying to highlight. U.S. food banks struggle to feed the hungry amid surging prices. This is the effect. I'm trying to bring it all together, okay? And then we have this. Homeless shelter opens on billionaires row. The disparity clearly present. Billionaires, multimillionaires, and then a homeless shelter right there, smack dab in the middle. Inflation is pounding down on some people and it is rising up people's bank accounts and their investments for others. There is great disparity today. We need to take each step that we can, the things that we can control, and take those into effect right now, make them happen, do our best. That's all we can ever be asked to do. If you appreciate that information and this message, hit that thumbs up button. It's right down there. Don't forget, hit that thumbs up to support the channel as well as make these videos more likely to end up in your uh, home feed for the next time around. All right. 
If you haven't seen this video yet, you definitely want to check it out. Click it and I'll see you there.